From activism to entertainment, health to nightlife, profiles and courage to travel, and so much more. This is the Jeff Hawker Show, LGBTQ news and lifestyle conversation for the Coachella Valley region. Here's Jeff Hawker. Welcome to the show, everybody. We have uh, a really great, great show today. Two of my good friends and two people I really respect in the community. They have really done a great job of building the LGBTQ plus brand here in Palm Springs and beyond. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to tell you about two upcoming events. The Palm Springs Gay Men's Chorus is partnering with Boucher Gourmet Food and Wine for their spring fundraiser. That's coming up on Friday, February 26th at 530. And for tickets, you can go to psgmc.com. The wine tasting event featuring wines from the Brown Family Vineyards is only $40. And with that, you get five tastings and a charcuterie tray, as well as a uh, two experts that'll tell you all about the varietals and the viticulture and everything you wanted to know and maybe a few things you didn't want to know about wine tasting. Then the second event is Bloom in the Desert's 12th annual Spring Fling that's blooming together. It's going to be great because it's honoring Keisha D with the 7th Annual Community Justice Award. And then they're also going to be awarding, and they'll announce it that night, the 3rd Compassionate Appreciation Award. That'll all be taking place Friday, March 5th at 6.30. It's going to be all virtual. For more information, you can go to bloominthedesert.org. So first on our show today, we have Brad Furr, who uh, I've known. I had to laugh because before we were texting each other back and forth, and he goes, well, do you want do you want me to send you some information? I go, well, send me a bio. Do you know much about me? And I, I've, I've known you, Brad, now for, I think, 20 years or more. Yeah, so I can I tell you when we first met? Yeah. Do you remember when we first met? It was... Um, it was when in 2001, so it's just about 20 years ago, I was working for Windy City Times, which was the LGBT newspaper in Chicago. Right. Um, and there was a fam trip. You were working for the Bureau of Tourism. And uh, there was a, fam- a fam trip for those who don't know that it's a famili- familiarity trip where they bring out writers and uh, we get to see all the fun things happening in Palm Springs. It was my first time here. And, uh, and and that really set me on a path that uh, eventually landed me here full time. But uh, due to your hospitality, Jeff Hawker, that's why I'm here in Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, and our mutual friend, Matt Skellerud, um, where was he working back then? Um, he, I think he had Pink Banana Media at that yeah, time, or he may have right. had his, uh, he was working for some of the uh, LGBT or gay sites as they were back then. Um, but uh, Carrie Harrison accompanied me on that trip, and Carrie is a talk show host in Los Angeles. Yeah, we back then we were doing a lot of uh, work and exhibiting at trade shows run by Community Marketing, and they really were on to something back then. They got travel yeah. industry people in the airlines 
tour operators, travel agents, uh, and destination marketing organizations like the Palm Springs Bureau of Tourism. And it was great for people like us. We were young, up-and-coming gay people, and we got to travel to all these gay cities. (laughs) (laughs) So that was very fun. (laughs) That was was dangerous. So, um, Jeff, this is a – and I I bring this story up. I think Michael Green tells this story. Michael's with the the Desert Gay Tourism Guild, which is the, the gay resort. And, and I don't remember this. Uh, it may have predated you, but do you remember the fact that when the first brochure, gay brochure came out that had all the guest houses on it, supposedly the director of the of the tourism bureau at that time would not allow two men holding hands on the front cover. Have you heard that story before? Oh, I that was probably true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, back then, I mean, it, everything was just sort of starting to happen, and and yeah. seeing two guys together was still very taboo. I mean, now and, you, you know, see and, guys and, kissing on TV and commercials. Exactly, and and we're and trans, and you know, we're the whole LGBTQ plus AI plus you know uh, alphabet is is you know rough, represented a lot of times on television and in print ads and everything else. But it just shows that's, you know, literally 20 years ago, what a change we've we've come through. Um, And people think about Palm Springs as this, um, you know, liberal uh, LGBT bastion. But, you know, it had to fight. Palm Springs arguably had to fight just like every other city in the country to um, to be recognized and to have uh, to have our people recognized. And and obviously you were a part of that. Yeah. And I, I remember back then. You know, there was destinations like Saudi Arabia and Mm. uh, Jamaica and stuff like that that were courting gay tourists, but they were so (laughs) anti-LGBT as it relates to laws in their countries. And, you know, we would we would sit there and go, you know, I'm not going to send any of my people to to go to these countries. You know, so so what we really started focusing on was places like London, Sydney you know, New York, San Francisco, L.A., you know, even parts of the uh, United States were still very anti, you know, LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. You know, mostly in the South. I mean, to this day, I don't even know if I would travel in some of the states in the South. So, you know, I think we've come a long way, but we still have a lot further to go. Yeah, I was uh, back in when I was also in Chicago, I worked um the first gay media that I ever worked on was called Lesby Gay Radio. Um, and I just happened to find the demo that we did of that the other night. And, uh, you know, Kathy Renna was on the show. Alexandra Billings was one of our hosts. And she's gone on to do um, uh, trans. Uh, what was the, what was the, the, the show with um, Jeffrey Tam- Tamber? It was. Uh, uh, oh, Transparent. Yeah. Transparent, yeah, she was one of the stars in Transparent. But we had all we had literally every letter of the rainbow uh, of the uh, of the LGBTQ represented, even back in the early two thousands, which was fascinating. Well, and so. and you look at what we've been through in the last four years. You know, we now have a new yeah. president, a new vice president that's probably one of the most. Um, pro-LGBTQ, but also trans, you know, reversing the trans ban in the military yeah. and, and, and putting a lot of openly gay and lesbian people in his cabinet. I mean, Biden's come a long mm-hmm. way already. Yeah, he has. He really has. Were, were you there? So at it's interesting. The, go ahead. 
No, I said, I just said, so it's, you know, it's just interesting that, um, again, you know, Palm Springs is just, we're so at the forefront and, you know, we are the, we have the highest concentration of LGBTQ uh, residents in the entire country for the, for the area. Uh, and and as I as I mentioned before, yet we still have had to uh, you know have, uh, go through the struggles like every other uh, city or or group has. So we we also were known as having the most uh, gay and lesbian resorts in the country, but that's changed. It has. I was thinking about that today. Um, uh, a, a gentleman named Mark Hunter um, owned Escape, not the Mark Hunter from Hunters, which there's another Mark Hunter. But I know Escape got sold, and I don't believe that's a gay resort anymore. Um, and, and many of those in the uh, Warm Sands area have, um, have changed. A couple are more swingers for both men and women. I think there are two resorts there that have, that have changed. Some just went away. The Century went away. Uh, Desert Eclipse Resort went away, and now I hear Indulge is for sale. Yeah, and a lot of films have been filmed there. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, one of the things that I saw, you know, working for the Tourism Bureau and working with different travel clients is that now, especially people in California, and I would say probably the Western United States, are much more comfortable staying at mainstream hotels now and Mm -hmm. you know for instance my partner and i went to la over the weekend and the woman immediately asked so you want a king-size bed i mean it wasn't any question whether you know we were getting two beds or not you know because she could see we were together and 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 that was one of the things that you know through time it was important, and you were a big part of this too, is educating people on exactly how people should be treated when they check in at the front desk, valet mm-hmm. parking, all those different things make a big difference on whether a destination and properties are LGBTQ friendly. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff, I'll never forget, you know, during that 20 years ago, uh, we toured every every gay resort at the time that was open uh, was on our tour. So every morning we started out with a breakfast. John Williams, who ran uh, Indulge at the time, uh, was our was our driver and tour guide. uh, And we had women and men and we still would uh, would tour the, the resorts. And I'll never forget CCBC. Um, at the time, someone else owned that rather than Richard Altman. I don't remember who it was, but uh, the then mayor pulled up in a, a black Lincoln Continental with a driver and they got out and he started touring us through the, 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 the facility. And we had to go through the, the lit up penis arches to get into <laughs> <laughs> I thought, this is a little surreal. This is really surreal. I'd never been to anything quite like that before. Well, it brings back a a memory of a story, you know, because when I worked for the Bureau of Tourism, we had a lot of major international, you know, photographers and writers and stuff. And this one time we were touring this resort uh, in downtown Palm Springs, and there was like all this activity going on in the back, and we had a mixed familiarization trip so it was like um can we go over this way (laughs) (laughs) so you know times have changed a bit but so get fast forward um you came to palm springs um you've been involved with 
gay travel, gay tourism, restaurants, promoting events for a long time, but you just start decided to start Gay Desert Guide. Yeah, I was doing a little work with Palm Springs Life, uh, my last the company I'd worked for last, the big major corporation. We consulted media companies on moving from traditional media like print and uh, radio to to digital. And Palm Springs Life happened to be a client and uh uh, I actually proposed out a business plan to uh, Milton Frank Jones saying we should do uh, a brand extension of the guide and call it Gay Desert Guide and, you know, target something a little more LGBTQ friendly. And uh, and they said at the time, you know, uh, that's a good idea. We just don't really think that we need to do anything more uh, for the LGBT community that we're doing. And, and not that wasn't a negative. They just didn't see that that was really a thing. But they did say, go, you know, go forth and multiply. And so uh, eight years ago in January, I started building the website and launched it in September of uh, 2013. Wow, it seems like it's been going for longer than that because you've done so much. And your brand is so synonymous with Palm Springs. Well, it was interesting. You know, we had we have Gay Desert Guide. And, and again, that was built uh, built around the guide from Palm Springs Life. But it also happened to be very close to DDG, which is Desert Daily Guide, a publication that had been around. It was kind of inadvertent, but it happened. And, uh, you know, and we built this brand and happily here we are almost eight years later. We're talking with Brad Fur. He is the founder and owner of Gay Desert Guide. For more information, you can go to gaydesertguide.lgbt, but also it's .com as well. That's gaydesertguide.com. When we come back, we'll find out more about what he's doing and what the future holds for Gay Desert Guide. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on iHub Radio. Now, here's Jeff. We are in conversation with Brad Fur, who is the founder. And what is what is your title now? Well, I guess founder and publisher, publisher. of uh, Gay Desert Guide. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, the publishing, the, the, like you think of it like a typical publisher, but I, you know, I do write the blog uh, twice a week. We do a, a early week blog um, on Monday, and that's more for the locals to know what's going on. We talk a lot about the community events and the community little fundraisers. And when we have events, we would talk about the mixers like DBA and those things. And I know you're talking to Dave Powell in a few minutes. Um, but, you know, during this time, uh, we're talking about all the virtual events going on. You know, for example, this week, Stonewall Democrats have a Black History Month event. Um, there is um, a virtual scavenger hunt that the LGBTQ Center is doing. Uh, and then all the virtual events from the center. And then we always bring up our we're doing a podcast every week. It's called the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Yeah, uh, with Shan Carr and John Taylor. We love them. Yeah. 
and we it's had such a good time. And uh, uh, we had you know Dr. Laura Rush joins us from from Kaiser. Jimmy Bogle, who's the uh, editor and publisher of the Coachella Valley Independent, they're both regulars with us. And um, and we have a lot of fun. Brian Gallo was on this past week. And, you know, whatever happened to Brian Gallo after he left NBC Palm Springs? And so we, we what did happen to him? <laughs> you'll have to listen to the podcast. No, no. Oh, OK. You know, he's he's still kicking around. He's actually working on a, a radio project in Key West, Florida, of all things. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I figured somebody was going to snatch him up. Well, but he's still here. He hasn't left. He's he's kind of working back and forth with David, uh, the guy, David Reese, I think it is, who used right. to um, uh, be the news director over there, right? Yeah. So those two are working on this little radio project. It looked kind of fun. I'd been in radio, so we've been chatting, and I'm like, oh, you have to be on, on the podcast. So, um, so yeah, we, we do all that, and I re, you know, I repurpose a lot of news from uh, other sources in town. Again, we work with the Coachella Valley Independence and uh, Palm Springs Life, and you know, just try to. I, I, I this week I, I quote um, Monty Python's song and skit, "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life," and I actually put the video on the homepage of our site. But you know, when when we're not in COVID, that's that's really where we go. We don't try to go to the you know, I'm not doing investigative reporting on, on what's going on in the community necessarily. Um, we try to stay away from the controversial things. Um, well, because we you're, to report you, on you're a one-stop shop. If people want to find out information about what's going on in the desert area, you guys have it all. Yeah, we really try to. Again, except for that investigative news thing. And I leave, you know, Jimmy does a good job with that. And yeah. got, you've got partners with, you know, you, you partner with the Desert Sun they do a good job with getting into the the news news but you know my niche is really what to do where to go and and the the business directory which is the lgbtq friendly business directory and that's you know it's kind of my revenue model that's where the money comes in that and, and event marketing but you know we do we i think it still is important for uh for us to do business with businesses who um who appreciate us and are not discriminatory. Um, it's, you know, it's a whole wedding cake thing, right? So right, exactly. We just think it's important to, um, to let businesses stand out and shine if they're going to market toward and, and be friendly uh, to the LGBT community and, and embrace us. And, uh, you know, like Subaru did when they first started uh, advertising, we're one of the first car companies that ever did gay advertising. Well, and, um, you know, you guys have done such a great job, of, especially with anybody from Southern California. Does, does your reach and your content have other cities in Southern California? Not really. Um, we, we, we do a little bit of Los Angeles, San Diego, Long Beach. We'll talk. We've got their pride events. We put all the, all the regional prides throughout California, Vegas, et cetera, on our calendar just so people, because people will want to want to travel there from Palm Springs, right. um, and and you know Outfest, I partner with Outfest every year in LA. So the things that that we like to do, we in Palm Springs like to do in other parts of Southern California, or even San Francisco, or the the Gay Wine Weekend in Sonoma, for example. But they, for the most part, we're trying to bring people to Palm Springs. Um, 
but yet we serve that second audience of, you know, in the summertime when it's 124, uh, where can we go and get away for a couple of days? The beach, the beach, the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and Gay Wine Weekend. I tell you, it's one of my favorite events. Getting up to Sonoma for a week or a weekend is great. It is. And if you want more information uh-huh. about Gay Desert Guide, you can go to gaydesertguide.lgbt or .com. Any final thoughts, Brad? Well, Jeff, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I, again, appreciate the partnership that we've had on various events like Halloween on Arenas and your work with the Gay Men's Chorus and yep. the example you've set in, um, you know, you, you do a lot of great work in the community as well. I want to acknowledge that. It goes all the way back 20 years ago when we met. Thank and, you. Uh, and that. continues with, with many of the things that you're doing, uh, including this radio show. So glad we can all collaborate and, uh, and, and you know, just continue to, to promote Palm Springs as a great place to live and a great destination to visit. Live and work together. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brad, for coming on the show today. We'll have you back when we're done with this whole COVID thing. We'll have you in the studio. Again, for more information, that. you can go to gaydesertguide.com. LGBT or .com. You're listening to the Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio, and next we'll have Dave Powell from the Desert Business Association. Live from Palm Springs, the Desert City's A to Z on LGBTQ. This is the Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks again to Brad Fur for coming on the show today. Our next guest is Dave Powell, who is the executive director for the Desert Business Association. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well, Jeff, and I hope you are too. Uh, you know what? Life is good. I, this is That's what I correct. tell people. I always say one day at a time, but now I also say one day at a time, and we have a new president. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're grateful for everything around that. You're correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things I was going to bring up to Brad, I you were at that Pete Buttigieg event, weren't you, here in Palm Springs? Yeah. No, I couldn't make it that day. Yeah, you know, it was Rich Wiseman and his partner JD Horn, you know, are big advocates of supporting LGBTQ um candidates for office and they were working on both his campaign in San Francisco as well as Palm Springs and they had a meet and greet. And I'll tell you, just listening to that guy and how he was able to Talk about different issues, but in a way that everybody could understand. And any time that somebody had a question for him, he always responded appropriately. It's so many politicians, they skirt around issues, they talk about different things, and it was really a breath of fresh air. Well, he's motivational, and he's optimistic, and he says to where we could be and where we should be, as opposed to you know the good things of... Or, or the bad things of where we've been and how bad everything is. So it's, it's always wonderful to hear him and so many of our other uh, uh, candidates and politicians that are very optimistic about the future and where we're going, especially now. Now, 
the Desert Business Association is basically a, 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 a well, you describe it. <laughs> no, we're the, <laughs> that's okay. So we're, we're, we're basically a chamber of commerce. We're an LGBTQ yeah. and ally chamber of commerce. We're one of the oldest uh, chamber, uh, LGBTQ chambers in uh, California. We're right behind Golden Gate Business Association in San Francisco. All right. Um, yeah. We've been around uh, 42 years, um, and um, we're the only one LGBTQ and allied chamber here in Coachella Valley, and actually the only one in uh, Riverside County. So we seem to be spreading our tentacles a little bit out to uh, broaden outside of the Coachella Valley, but this is where our focus is, is uh, Palm Springs, all of the Coachella Valley, and with uh, our LGBTQ, small and diverse businesses, uh, and some allied businesses too. Well, and and that's the key to success for an organization like the Desert Business Association is bringing in allied, you know, straight, gay, bisexual, or you know, organizations and businesses that also support the LGBTQ market. Oh, sure. And our diverse businesses, too. I mean, it doesn't have to just be LGBTQ, yeah. but we have so many uh, uh, small uh, African-American, Hispanic, Asian um, businesses also in our valley that we want to include. And we've been doing outreach and trying to make sure everyone is uh, everyone is welcome at our table. And as long as you believe in diversity, equity and inclusion, uh, we'll bring you in and we want to work with you and talk with you and see what we can do to promote you. Now, one of the things that's important also for you guys is success stories. Can you give us an idea of a couple of success stories of different, you know, uh, organizations or businesses that are members that that they share at the at the mixers? Yeah, so so we we normally do when we're in person, we have two networking events a month, uh, always on Mondays. Uh, and uh, at 5.30 p.m., it seems to be our time, and we usually, in person, we get about 70 people there, uh, which is pretty uh, interesting uh, and uh, pretty uh, amazing sometimes to get 70 people at uh, twice a month at 5.30 on a Monday. So we are, uh, that's how we get, people want to know each other, they want to do business with people they know, uh, and so those are very successful for us. And one of the parts of those meetings uh, as you have seen when you've been there, is um, our success stories, member-to-member success stories. And quite often we get three, two, three, four uh, at each session. And it's businesses saying, um, I reached out and I went to this uh, hair salon and they treated me and my family incredibly well. So um, a lot of them we've seen is services, not only the back rooms, the, the, the uh, office side, I'm confusing myself here, um, the services like financial services and accounting and things like that, but also the simple uh, car detailing. We have one uh, one that's doing quite well right now, uh, Dave's Mobile Detailing, who has gotten just in this last month alone uh, five referrals through DBA members, um, and he is pushes those out, acknowledges DBA, and then other DBA members see that and go to him, uh, including me. Uh, so, uh, so it's, we're seeing a lot of that and we've gotten about, if we average about 50 a year, and if we say maybe on some of those referrals and some are roughly between 500 to a thousand dollars for each transaction, especially with some of the larger ones like office furniture and office services, 
um, that's fifty to seventy thousand dollars a year that we are keeping within uh, business to business and within our DBA members. Well, and I think it's like most organizations like Chambers that you need to go to the events, you need to go to the mixers, you need to make the referrals, you need to be involved. It it bothers me when I hear people say, oh, well, this organization didn't do anything for me. Well, if you're not involved and you don't make the effort, yeah, nothing's going to happen. Right, right. Well, I I consider it, so we get a new member in, sometimes people just sign up without talking to me first, so I could talk, uh, explain the benefits and uh, joining and how to get involved. But if they don't come to an event, if I don't if I don't know who they are, that means uh, that they really haven't been involved. Because at any of our in-person events, I say hi to every single person in the room, uh, as you've seen me do. Yeah. And I want to make sure that people feel that they're welcome and that they are engaging with others and that people know who they are. Again, people want to deal with do business with people they know. And um, those are the most successful uh, businesses. But at the end of a year, when it comes renewal time uh, and someone says, you know, I didn't get anything out of this or I'm leaving, I almost take it as a personal uh, personal assault on me that I didn't do enough. And so maybe I haven't, but also it's oftentimes the business hasn't gotten involved yeah. and really promoted themselves as best they could either. Well, I have to say you are the Energizer Bunny Anytime I've ever seen you at any event, and we've collaborated on different events, Halloween and Taste of Jalisco and other events that we've done together, you are always the person that has the most energy and the most confidence and being the most organized. It's really important that you know people see that. And I always say that when I produce events, I treat everybody the same from from somebody that's sweeping up the cups to the person who is the CEO of an organization that is a sponsor of my event. And you're the same way. I think the the respect that you give people along the way shows and the organization is run that way. Well, thank thank you. I like to make sure everyone feels welcome, uh, feels valued, um, both whether they are a member or a guest, uh, especially as we're doing outside events and I'm, I'm working outside events. And I want to make sure people understand that they're there to have fun or they're there to work or they're due to something, but we are all in this together. And I want to make sure that everyone is getting something out of it and something is going to get, everyone's going to get something out of it for the future. So I like to have fun and uh, maybe the ADD in me is good that I get to go all over the place and do so many things. So I, I don't get bored, but I, I love what I do. We're talking with Dave Powell. Also, David, I call you Dave, but other people call you David. Dave Powell, who's the executive director for the Desert Business Association. Their website is desertbusinessassociation.org. Um, you also have a, fa- a very active Facebook page as well. We're worried. We try and keep the Facebook page up. We try and keep our, our uh, website up. And we're trying to really continue working with our members now to promote various things, working with some of our members who are impacted or who had services cut back um, uh, due to COVID-19. And so we're trying to really push things more out and getting better at it. Uh, So it's just trying to get organized and stay uh, current. That's the most important thing is staying current for our members. You have a pulse on the community. Do you see things changing and, and, and reopening enough that we can really kind of get to some level of normalcy again? 
I do. I think we have a new normal coming. Um, what that's going to look like is still in the uh, being developed, but I think we are coming down with more people uh, being cautious and more people getting uh, tested and understanding uh, what their situation is, uh, if they have COVID or not, and also people getting vaccinated. And I think as we keep going through these tiers, uh, in the in the county, in the valley, um, we're going to do better where we can go back out to uh, restaurants and go back out to socialize at bars or go on hiking with people and doing more things together. I miss that because that's where I gain my energy is from other people. And um, I, I miss that a lot. So I know if I am, most other people probably are too. So we're going to get to that normalcy. I'm hoping within the next six months, four to six months, we're going to see a lot more interaction, a lot more people uh, being face-to-face, still safely, and making sure that we're focusing on doing the right things for each other and supporting our small and our local businesses, both in Palm Springs and our entire Coachella Valley. We're a chamber that serves the entire valley. So uh, we like to go up and down, up and down the valley, but uh, we want to make sure everyone is successful and that everyone comes out of this uh, with some business and with some uh, uh, back to our new sense of normalcy. What's the furthest out that you have businesses that are members, west and east? Uh, east, oh wow, east we're down, we're over in like Murrieta and Paris, we have one or two, uh, Redlands, um, we have an occasional one here and there from like LA, um, and east we go, um, probably we have one in Coachella, and uh, then down into La Quinta, so we're, we go, we continue that way. Wow. There's some things about COVID that actually I'm okay with. When I see people wiping things down in public, like airports, train stations, all that, we should have been doing that all along. But also, I see so many people now who are in the food service industry wearing masks, and I'm like, they should have been mandatory all along. (laughs) You know, a lot of times they have hairnets, but I'm like, you know, if you're on a line and you're cooking food, maybe you should be wearing a mask. Yes, in general, probably. And I think we're learning that maybe that's going to be our new normal. We're going to be a little cleaner, a little more sanitized for everyone's protection. Um, so, yeah, and, and when we were talking about our members, we have 300 and something members out uh, that support us. So we want to see all of our members in the Valley do that and making sure that they're continuing some of these great practices uh, for, for cleanliness and interaction uh, well into the future. What, what businesses have you seen that are probably some of the more successful? And it sounds like we're going into a break. Hold that thought. The website, again, is desertbusinessassociation.org. We're talking with Dave Powell, who is executive director, and we're going to find out more about how you can become a member, how you can get involved in the virtual mixers, and everything about the Desert Business Association. You're listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio.
lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. The Jeff Hawker Show, casting a brilliant rainbow of diversity on iHub Radio. Now, here's Jeff. We have the effervescent and charming Mr. Dave Powell on the phone with us. Thank you. He is the Thank executive you for, both, for both for both adjectives. I appreciate that. Yes, he is the executive director of the Desert Business Association. How long have you been in that role? Uh, about five and a half years. I've been in the desert uh, full time for uh, nine years, and uh, I've been it got this job uh, about five and a half years ago. What did, what did you do before you came here? Um, I before, A few years before I came to the desert full-time, I was a manager for Pacific Gas and Electric in San Francisco, doing anywhere from process improvement and, you know, Lean Six Sigma uh, and uh, public safety. But I was there for almost 30 years. Um, and then I came down full. I bought a place in 2010 here and uh, moved here full-time in 2012. Uh, so, and at the time, I was also teaching for uh, Brandman University, which is still here, uh, which is also in Palm Desert. And uh, I was teaching on ground up in the Bay Area, came here, taught on ground, and now I still teach online human resources, organizational development, leadership, things like that. So that's kind of a side job I have with, uh, uh, in addition to DDA. Have you always been outgoing? Um yeah, I would say on the uh, Myers-Briggs scale, I'm way on the uh, extroverted side, and uh, I, I don't do well standing around. Uh, I would rather be volunteering, as you know, uh, volunteering and doing something uh, than sitting and uh, watching something. So I'd rather work an event than uh, sit and enjoy it many times. Well, and, and I, I have to say, I have to give you huge kudos. One of the events that you and I have worked on together for the last couple of years is the outlandish Palm Springs. And you just such a great job in working with the public. That's what I was saying is you're such a, the epitome of a great executive director because you, you really treat everybody with respect, but also you're engaging. And that's what you need when you're in charge of a business association. Yeah, well, thank thank you for that. That's very kind. Um, I try, uh, and I try and make sure. Uh, one of the things I really think and I am skilled at is remembering people's names, uh, and uh, that's something pretty good. And if I don't remember the name, I at least remember the face and somewhat where I knew you from. But I think everyone needs to be recognized, acknowledged, respected, and I really try to do that. So uh, thank you. And I, I do have a lot of fun when I do things like Outlandish and uh, when we do things with part, with Pride and Halloween. Those are the fun things uh, that I really like to do and, and get out and roll my sleeves up. Can we do that every weekend? I, uh, maybe every <laughs> other, Jeff. But yeah, we can, we can try. I, I need a little bit of time. My partner and I need a little time the whole time. I'll Every so often. I'll tell you, you know, when COVID hit, I had just done one of my big events in February. And, you know, I do a lot of PR and marketing for clients, but I really r- realized at that point midway through the shutdowns is that I thrived in being around people and producing these events and coordinating talent and all those things that come with it. And it, I kind of got depressed for a little while and I was kind of like, slapping myself and thought 
don't do this to yourself. You know, if you need right. to have these outlets, go do something. Don't dwell on it. And I think when, when you're an optimist like yourself and when you're a go-getter, sometimes you have to really pull yourself up because mm-hmm. y- you spend all that time being positive and the downtimes can be as severe as the high points. Right, right. And, and you're right. And I felt that same, all those same feelings too. So um, slowly now as we're getting more, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Zoom and I'm a fan of online meetings and, and, uh, and uh, interactions and I'm getting really good at them. So, uh, but that, that's a, that's a substitute for until uh, we can be together again in person. What are some of the businesses with the association that have actually done well during COVID? Well, I think that it's uh, uh, some of the ones we keep hearing about uh, home repair, uh, home repair and organization. Uh, people are in their homes and they're going, you know, now that I have to be here eight hours a day, uh, I want to make it a little bit more comfortable, a little nicer. So they've been doing whether it's um, do it themselves or do some of it themselves uh, and hire out on some services. Um, that's been doing uh, pretty well. Um, real estate in this valley uh, has been doing quite well. Uh, mortgage uh, lenders, um, uh, all of these are, are people we have uh, within our ranks uh, of, of the desert business uh, uh, family. Um, and I think that we're finding that the businesses that can be most successful are those that um, can adapt and to use uh, sometimes an overused buzzword pivot um, going like retail, going from brick and mortar to online, um, realizing that maybe they didn't have customers and they were spending a lot of money on a brick and mortar storefront, and maybe they could be just as successful or even broaden their reach by going online or, or offer also online in addition to their storefront. Um, so we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of people doing more online trainings, um, so education, um, and we're seeing more of the backroom business services are doing pretty good, too, because people are needing that. And we're getting an influx here, as you know, uh, into the Coachella Valley from people who are moving here. I have a number of friends from San Francisco and the Bay Area and L.A. who are moving here because they don't have to be in an office uh, anymore or in that office anymore, and they can work from wherever. So why are they going to spend three or $4,000 a month in rent for a one- or two-bedroom apartment when they can come here? Um, work, be just as effective, and own something in many cases. So that's where our real estate and our mortgage lenders um, are uh, are doing quite well. Uh, our supply is down and the demand is up. So if you go to desertbusinessassociation.org, you can find listings of different businesses that are members and mm-hmm. also an extensive list of all the different events you have coming up, which many of them are virtual right now. All of them are virtual right now. Uh, our next one's coming up next Monday. We start usually, uh, they last about an hour, hour, 15 minutes. Uh, they usually start with a discussion with someone talking about a topic. Uh, this next week, we're going to be uh, uh, talking about de- you know, people being depressed and talking with a psychologist about, about that. Um, we've done that before. We'll continue that uh, every few weeks. Um, talking about just basically an interview with someone. Um, and then uh, we go into rounds the table and people get to promote their businesses, whether they're a DBA member or not. Um, they can promote their business for a minute. And then we um, kind of wrap it up with any announcements talking about funding and other things that DBA is trying to do with education events or getting certifications 
um, really working for whatever we can. So, uh, yeah, go to desertbusiness.org and uh, join us and uh, uh, join us on the line. And we can talk about uh, uh, how best we can serve you or serve your business. And reach out to me. I'm always here. We've been talking with Dave Powell, who's executive director of Desert Business Association. Again, it's desertbusinessassociation.org. Highly recommend joining and being a member. It's very inexpensive. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you, Jeff, and have a great day. You've been listening to The Jeff Hawker Show on iHub Radio. To find out about all the great programming on iHub Radio, go to iHubRadio.com.